ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcasts. As always, my name is Tone Deaf from Florida, Tony D. And joined always and always and forever, always and forever, Chris Lighto from Reaper Films. How about those Tampa Bay Lightning? Back to back. Now, Stanley Cup champions. Now, is that football or is that hockey? It's hockey. Hockey. The greatest trophy in all of sports history. Why is it the greatest? Why is it the hardest to get? Is it, though? Tampa Bay did it twice. Yeah. Last two years. It's really hard. You really think it's the hardest to get? Of course. Okay. You got to win 16 games to get it. What do you mean, 16 games? Well, you got to win... Four series. Oh yeah. Four games. I mean, in NFL, I mean, I mean, it's only one championship game, and you know, there's finals and whatnot. Wow, I love sort of. We could talk actual football to death, but sure. you know, good times. Well, speaking of football, the Tampa Bay area has won. Champa Bay. Champa Bay. Two Ch- Stanley Cups, a Super Bowl, and a World Series appearance, all in like 289 days, I believe. Do you think that they're ever going to get a World Series ring? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so, but who knows? I mean, I think. Well, I mean, they made it to it. I mean, I, I yeah, guess they've been there twice and lost both. But yeah. Well, they made it. Lowest payroll in baseball, or one of, and they keep getting to the World Series, so that's good. Yeah. Well, the Athletics are trying to do it too. Yeah. I mean, that they they do it with uh, the lowest small form. ball. Yeah. Money ball. Money ball. Money ball. I, I think the Rays just do it through their farm system, not necessarily. Moneyball, because in the athletics, they just sign the low or the veteran minimums to everybody. Right. The Rays have a amazing farm system. Yes. And what their what their process is, is, you know, for example, Evan Longoria was on the team for a long time. Yeah. And he was like our superstar. And once they get to a point where they can't pay these guys anymore, they will trade them and get like five prospects. Yep. Mostly, usually pitchers. And... They just keep building that way, and they bring the guys up. They play for three, four, five years. They get rid of them, get more prospects, and it's just like a cycle. Well, Tampa and Bay has works Tampa Bay has has the the advantage because they can watch the, all these prospects firsthand because all the right. spring trainings here, yep. like within like a hundred miles of their home stadium. Right. So I think that, that that's where the advantage comes in. Like Clearwater Phillies is right, literally right up yeah, US right nineteen, and then you got the Yankees. Toronto, the Yankees. Baltimore over. Orioles are just down the down the uh, across the bay. Um, it's literally, I, th- I think that's their advantage. They get to see and they can see who they want to like trade for. Right. And, and when Joe by. when Joe Maddock came here, like that's when it kind of started um, this little cycle that they were doing. And they just have amazing scouts and yeah. they got an amazing farm system and it's smart. I mean, it sucks because you know you get attached to a player and four years later he's gone. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, it's it, it, yeah, for the team. Yeah, yeah but it works for them. And we're waiting for teams to have like hometown discounts. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't exist anymore. Like no, no one plays for a team for their entire career like they used to. Right. It's different now. It's a damn the way it is. Everyone's chasing the dollar, chasing yeah. the dollar. So, oh, we got a little. Good mo- there's a good movie about that Moneyball. Yeah, I love um, that movie. That movie is really good. I love that movie. And speaking of movies, I just saw the. The new uh, Purge. Yes, I I tried to find that one. You know, yeah, yeah. The one before that, the first Purge. Yeah. Not the very first movie, but the one called the first Purge. Yeah. Was so bad. I left the theater. (laughs) I very rarely leave the theater angry, and I was angry at that movie. Um, It was just really bad. And then this one, I would say, is maybe one notch above that one. I think I liked Election Year. I think I, I think that was I don't the one think I, liked. I saw. That one I saw. I don't even know how many there are. Were there five? Uh, two five or six? There's two. I've many. seen like <laughs> three of them, I think, or four of them. Yeah. And I, I uh, think the I first one one's two, still three. the best. Um, yeah, of course, of course, it was a new concept, and you know, people, you know, and they were throwing those masks all over the media and marketing and stuff like that, and. I mean, it's a good concept, but they're yeah, just it beating it to death. Yeah, it's just like... There's only so many stories you can write, write into that because right. people do it for particular reasons. Exactly. So, uh, I mean... So, it's kind of like, just stop making them at this point. Yeah. They're they're not good. Yeah. Well, um, I watched Spiral. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I liked, I liked it. it. Um, Entertaining, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like 
super deep or it was just entertaining and uh i thought chris rock was great yeah absolutely absolutely and i i love chris rock because he's able to do so many different characters he's he's developed so much from a stand-up comedian to right. actor over the last what 25 years that he's just you know a, a, he's just a, a real pro like i think he's up there but he's not like dramatic dramatic but he's he's got that uh, Denzel Washington type Stern. He's got that. I think he's got that that smolder um, for his uh, ability, and I think that's you know. I mean, he, I think he's only gonna get better. I mean, he's in what forties now or fifty? I don't know. He's, yeah, he's gotta be pushing fifty. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm terrible with actors' ages because they put so many treatments on them and makeup, right. and so I, I I'm really terrible at figuring out how old these actors are unless I look them up. I, I have to look them up. Um, to figure out how old they are, but I think I, wa- I watched another movie. I don't know what it was. I mean, Spiral definitely had its some issues, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a really fun, entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't necessarily the Saw like formula, but right. it, it was like the, I mean, they it had was no from chance. The book of Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I watched uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, oh, how was that? Ah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. Oh, as... you're talking about Conjuring? Yeah, Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely like the Conjuring, the third one, as far as the trilogy. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it third. Yeah. Of the others, I don't think this one like gave that Conjuring feel. You yeah. know what I mean? There's I... something off about it, and it just it didn't keep me engaged. I didn't like the story. Yeah. I didn't like some of the character. Like I don't. There was just something about it. I just. It I mean, just this one was more like witchcraft. It wasn't really necessarily like right. Like sort like de- demonic. It was more. Well, I mean, there was the, it was demonic aspect of it, but it was more witcher witchery and like right. like it was more like it was it was it was it was more of a different supernatural compared to what we were used yeah, to with her third or sixth sense or whatever it was or right. her her psychic ability. It was more connection that way. But this one was more like witchcraft. Like right. I, I, I'm just not a fan of that. Like, like, like I don't know. I just, I, I just wasn't a, a conjuring movie to me. It was more, you know, like a witch movie. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely missed the mark for me. I, did, I yeah. didn't think it was that great. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah. I did watch Fear Street. Okay. 1994 on Netflix, and that was the first. R.L. Stein adult movie, you know, he usually wrote the Goosebumps yep. movies or and books. Um, and this was R.L. Stein's adult horror movie, and it's part of a trilogy. Uh, oh. So the first one came out Friday, 1994. The next one comes out um, this Friday, and that one's 1978, I think. And then the okay. third one of the trilogy comes out the following Friday, and that one's called 1666. Interesting. So, it was really good. Yeah. Like it, it had a Stranger Things vibe to it. Way gory. Like it had some awesome kill scenes and gore. The opening scene was fantastic. Um, Would you watch it on? I watched it on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. Um, but really fun. Like it was a really fun show. It got a little slow in the middle, but. They made up for it with the with the kills and the and the gore and I don't know it was just a really fun movie and I'm really looking forward to the second part and it's a feature film yeah it's a feature okay. um, like I said it's a it's a trilogy that they're releasing in three weeks interesting okay one a okay. week and um, I don't know, really really cool huh. um, but yeah, yeah I definitely give that one a watch I definitely need to definitely need to watch that one um, yeah if I've, you like you know. Goonies and Stranger Things yeah. and stuff like that, and want more gore. <laughs> this one's for you. Nice, nice. That's a good cosign. That's a good uh, uh, recommendation on that. Yep, for sure. Uh, oh, this week, this week we're gonna do one of our movies you've never seen or heard of. Um, this week, I think we only have eight. We have eight. eight. We're running out of content. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I think just. Uh, uh, I just got a little lazy. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe I, you know, I haven't had all the time in the world anyway to uh, to watch. I mean, but I have got my hours down of work, so you know, that's good. A little bit. I, I, I could sleep a little, a little. Wow. How does that feel? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know the difference. I. I, I really can't because I'm. You know, it's. You know, I take medication to go to sleep, so it's pretty much the same. It's just different amounts. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. First on our lists, upgrade. Upgrade. I. I watched this one. Uh, I don't know. Probably when it first came out. Yeah, I saw it at the theater. Yeah, and uh, I. I think it's. It's it's scary to think that an AI can pretty much, you know, I guess connect to your synapses or your your right into your intellect and able to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I don't I mean I'm trying not to give too much away in my synopsis or a little, but the, the way the way it starts out is uh I'll let let, let I'll let you go go through it. Yeah, this guy's um I guess he was rich, I don't know. Like he had a really cool house. Yeah. Um and him and his wife and then his wife ends up getting um she gets killed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then well, I Well, he gets he gets assault, like he gets assaulted years. too. And he gets like uh right. and um, then they take him and they put like a chip in his brain. Yeah. He gets cr- critically hurt. Critically hurt. He's like like um, like Vader. Uh, no, I think he gets paralyzed. I think that's what it was. Paralyzed or very, very restricted on his capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put a chip in him to help him, you know, connect the the, the electric going through right. his body, so, so he can actually move. Yeah, so he can actually. And then the evil scientist basically takes over his chip, right? Yes. And he. Uh... Well, he. Not necessarily takes it over. He, what it is, is he. Um, the chip is created to help him function. So, but within the chip has a form of AI, but it, it is on a limited um, capabilities. Um, it has like a lock on it, and then what happens is that this AI tries to take control of of his entire body and take over his uh, his mental state. So that the AI can, you know, carry out his um, objective uh, that he has created for itself, because it is AI, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, for it to do that, it has to convince the host to relinquish his, um, pretty much hold or uh, functionality of his self and mind, um, which. You know, a lot of people wouldn't do that. Reluct, they would do it reluctantly, really. Right. Um, so that that's where basically where the movie is, uh, you know, going, how it steers, what it's about, um, and then it goes. It, it, what the guy is, he's trying to find out who the killer, who killed his wife, who tried to kill him, and he's trying to solve his own murder. And that's where the AI was, you know, try, going to aid him in doing, and for him to do that. He had to make a deal with the devil, and that's ultimately, you know, how the story comes out. But the way they do it is is really, you know, it seems possible. Honestly, right. it, it does seem possible that this could happen. And how artificial intelligence is being created now, it gives us the, you know, feeling that it's already out there somewhere and operating a lot of our computer systems now. Imagine it getting organic life. Right. I, I couldn't, you know, that's just something that I could not, like, imagine um, happening. Right. But that's really all. Yeah. Great action scenes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The fight scenes were really, really cool. Yeah. And the, the, just the, the technique. You watch, because the, the camera is actually attached to him when he's doing right. some of the stuff. So I love the technique that they used. Yeah. It's, it was very uh, cool shots. Oh yeah, I was I watched the behind the scenes of that, and the way they did it was, wow, wow. This is where I get ideas for my cinematography. Right. <laughs> Watching behind the scenes stuff and sure. how they attach things to it, like them, the people, the cars, to just just how just how they get certain angles and how they you pretty much. I, I love the um, the steady cams that they use and right. everything like that. I. You know how I have a love hate with the handheld technique because yeah. <laughs> it gets us sick. It's really sickening how so much movement, depending on how big the camera is, mm-hmm. with the handheld, it's so wobbly and it yeah. gets me sick. Um, but this one did really well. It was mostly on steady cams and uh, anchors and a 
but I, I loved all the techniques of it. So, yeah. I don't know. You have anything else on that? No. No. Watch it. Oh, great movie. Great movie. Um, it has mixed mixed reviews. Um, so don't read the reviews. Just, you know, just go on either what we said or the, the synopsis yeah, of it. Go by our review, not theirs. Yes. I mean, we're not professionals or anything like that, but, you know, we are real people who actually go out and watch these movies. There are people that do the reviews are paid to be critical, right. critical of certain movies. Sure. Ah, uh, okay. Next movie, The Dead Girl. The Dead Girl. Now, there are a couple of different movies on the, on the, on the web and um, says Dead Girl, which actually was a recent uh, uh, release, which I think can't... Uh, Dead Girl came out in like 2015 or 2016. The one I'm speaking of came out in 2006 um, with Brittany Murphy. It had a really good cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, a huge. Tony Collette, Marsha Gay Harden, um, Giovanni a... Ribisi. Yep. yep. Brittany Murphy. Yep. Uh, um, Brolin. Oh, uh, Josh Brolin. Yep. Um, really good cast. Uh, Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it had a. Pretty good cast. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I like the story. It did. It, once again, it did not get good reviews. I don't know why or what these people are watching. It was kind of a weird setup. I mean, the first yeah part of the movie is about these. The, this lady works in a morgue, and yep. she sees a girl, and she thinks it's her missing sister. Yes, and Jenny. Oh, I think her name was uh, Mary Steenburgen. She's in it too. Yeah. Um, and Mary Steenburgen is the mother and she's like, you know, claiming that it's not really her. It's not her. And the morgue lady is like convinced 100% that it's her. Yeah. But and they, then they end up doing testing. a DNA test yeah. and whatever. And it's not, it turns out it's not her. And then it kind of morphs into this other story of Marsha Gay Harden, whose daughter was missing and she's got flyers everywhere trying to find her yep. for a long time, and it morphs into that story. And um, yeah, it's a five. It's a five parter. Yeah, um, they split up in the five parts. I think it was five, four or five parts. I found it interesting. I mean, just the acting alone takes it to another level. Oh I yeah. Think. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it it starts out with the dead girl. <laughs> right, right. Like that, that's literally like the name of the movie, and basically it it just tells the story. Backwards and unilaterally at the same time. Like right. it, it, it pretty much entered like I guess I gave a spoiler. Sorry uh, guys. Eh. <laughs> I mean I mean I guess. I mean you don't really care about the morgue lady. Yeah. But, eh. but um try to be spoiler free here. We we try we try, but it's hard, hard to do these synopsises at synopses, synopsis synopsis. Sure. Um but well, when we try to recommend a movie, I mean, I, I would still watch it based on that, too. Like, j just on watching, because on the acting ability itself, like, Brittany Murphy is, I, I loved her in everything she did. Yeah, she was great. She Like, she had so much potential to be one of, like, the greats. Like, a, like a fucking, um, I, I, I can't even, you know, compare. Like, she could have been, like, a really, a Susan Sarandon. She could have been, uh... Uh, Angel, like an Angela Bassett, she could have been. There, she had so much potential, like so much potential to be one of the greats. Um, but unfortunately, that life was cut short, as right. most lives that are cut short are tragic and mysterious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, her husband too. Yeah, they died like a month apart. Yeah. Oh, um. They say it was black mold. Yeah, but. And there's other stories that yes. contradict that, but I, I mean know. Hollywood, they, they they come up with all these ideas and how to cover things up, and there, there's always mysteries. Um, hashtag Brittany Murphy did not kill herself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the movie of uh, of the dead girl, it, it it just tells the story of you know. Pretty much, it says it's it's in real time, and then it tells what happens before they find the dead girl. So um, it, it, the way they do it, I think they, it's very inventive. I think it's a good idea of how how to tell a story. It's like I said, it's a real time, and then before. So basically, it tells a story in 
reverse and it, a flashback. Yeah, it. I I think it's really well how they do it. But like I said, don't watch the reviews. Don't look at the reviews. Watch the movie. Go on a recommendation and then go from there because a lot of these these critics like to beat these movies down. I don't know why. Like they don't understand how much work goes into a right. movie like this. That that they feel like oh. Uh, I'm just gonna just you know be critical of every single single thing. Like called haters. It's it's ridiculous because they know they can't do it themselves. They they just right. want to beat a, a miracle down. Honestly, putting together a movie, as we've said many times on this show, is making a movie is you know a miracle because it of is. everything that has to happen all at once. All right, next movie, Bad Samaritan. Bad Samaritan. Bad Samaritan. All right. Tell me a little bit about that. I thought it was a cool movie. Um, I wouldn't say horror, but thriller more. Yes. I guess. Um, about these guys that are valets, and they, you know, like when a nice car comes up to the restaurant, um, the valet will take the keys, go to their house, open their garage door with the garage door opener inside the car, and basically rob them. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very great. there's a... There's a twist in the middle uh, of the movie, and um, it kind of takes a 180, I guess, and uh, goes a different direction. Yes. Uh, yeah. You, you think it's gonna just like a, be a be a heist movie where yeah, you know, they're just but it definitely turns on yeah. its end. And uh, yeah, I know the the synopsis and uh, like on IMDb basically reveals what yeah what they find or whatever, and I hate that that they do that because I thought that was. I did. I went into the movie not really knowing, yeah, anything about it, and um, I was surprised at the twist. Uh, and then it got, you know, like I said, it went to a, a, a different direction. Yeah. Well, it reminds me. It of, went from a heist movie to a thriller. Yeah. And, um, real quick. But uh, I thought it was a cool movie, a really cool idea, something different, and uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, I, I think it reminds me of Don't Breathe. Honestly, yeah, you know, yeah, we, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it came out pretty close. Yeah, around the same time. But I mean, it has the same concept, but different. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like the execution of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't. Uh, here, here's a tip, kids: don't be mean people. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mean people, because you never know when it's gonna you bite you in the ass. Or you never know when you find someone meaner. Yeah. Um. Well, with Bad Samaritan, they anyone that was being a dick or anyone that was like basically they would go to not everyone's house but if they were nice people i don't i think they they skipped them i i don't remember how how it went um but with don't breathe i mean that that one just had a twist we just thought it was gonna be a breaking and entering and, and then it flips on its head yeah. um so i think it has this the same i just saw the trailer for don't breathe too looks really good. I have not seen that yet. Yeah, I just saw it at the theater. Uh, it looks really good. I'm curious. I've watched that after the show. <laughs> um, but um, oh, yeah. David Tennant from Doctor Who yep. is in it. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good. He's really good. Definitely a cool movie. Good thriller. Uh, and like I said, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Check it, out. Definitely good recommendation where... Uh, like I said, it, it will uh, get really serious really quickly. Like, you think it's one thing, and then it's another. Um, if it was just a heist movie, you know, I, th- I I mean, like, yeah, it's a creative, creative thing. But I don't know how they would have uh, changed the story up, because that's literally just the start of that. chapter one. Right. And then you get to the, the climax. Good times. Okay. Next movie. Grave Dancers. The Grave Dancers. Oh, yeah. Let's get into some Supernatural. I saw The Grave Dancers. They did a um, they did a film festival, and it was all of the – what the hell is the name? Uh, they, um, they called it Eight Movies – Eight Films to Die For. Yes, um, something like that. Uh, actually, that sounds about right. I don't I know if it was eight, but it was just de- definitely Movies to Die For. Yeah, and um, they were running them one after another um, at the theater, and I went and sat all day long and watched them all. Um, yeah, you have nothing to do. I mean, this was <laughs> God. I mean, how long ago did that movie come out? Ten uh, years ago? Oh, more than that. More than that. More Fifteen than that. years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I think it was fifteen. Yeah. But um, so um, 
So, so you're basically telling me you've had nothing to do for 15 years. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, and it was really good. I really liked it. Actually, of all the eight movies, I think that was the one I liked the most. Um, the cons, like once again, the reviews beat the hell out of this movie. Like, oh man, I, mean, I it was. I, I like the cast. Low budget horror. Oh yeah, and, uh, absolutely. A low budget supernatural movie. So you can actually very much tell that it's uh, low budget. But supernatural is very hard to do on low budget because everything has to be. Um, I don't even. I don't even know how to do a supernatural movie. Right. Like I've never done one. Yeah, it's called After Dark. Is what the company that put all these movies out was. Mm. It was the After After Dark Horror Fest, eight films to die for. They had uh, Purcell in that movie. He was uh, uh, Dracula in Blade Trinity, mm-hmm. um, and then he had that the the girl that played Glory in um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, but I think this was before they those roles. They they looked very young. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, they they didn't have big, large. Uh, they didn't have any big names in that movie. Um, none that I could think of. None that I remember. Um, but the movie starts off with um, a funeral. Um, and buddies. There was a group of people, and one of their buddies passed away. Yes. And, and they wanted to do an Irish send off, where they just get hammered on by his grave or yeah and just pretty much you know one out for my homie um and ultimately they find yeah i don't know what is what one of a pe- one of a pisses on one of the graves yeah like somebody's random grave they piss on it and i think that sparked that they found uh these uh, evil spirits that started kind of no they found a a trend like a like a, a latin script thing that they read I don't know why these movies that people they want to read random Latin things that they don't understand. They just want to read it. And it was and it basically, and that that's how it triggered. And whoever they danced on was the ones that got resurrected. Right. So after they read the the whatever it was like a little pamphlet or I forgot if it was if it was paper or like old pa- I don't I really don't remember what it looked like. Um, it was. The, what I watched it, I was so grainy and it looked like someone burned a VHS. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, it was just bad quality when I when I watched it. Right. Um, but they read that and they danced and they danced on random graves. And one of them was a rapist, and another one was a uh, like uh, I think the other one was a child. I don't I don't remember. It was uh, a rapist, a pyromaniac, a pyromaniac, axe murderer. Yeah, the pyromaniac was a kid. Right. And yeah, so 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 random. But that's there's some great jump scares in that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, jump scares are are aren't too hard to do. I think. Right. Um, it's all in audio. Um, pretty much audio sets those jump scares up pretty much, and then lighting is good too. Um, but um, so they these get resurrected, and after a couple days, start strange stuff start happening, and it's just that. And then that's ultimately how the movie gets started. I mean, then then a bunch of weird crap happens to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you obviously know that people are going to die <laughs> right. and raped. I, 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 I think they made fun of the rape culture in that movie a little bit. I think she said something like, uh, new men in my life, and she was raped. So I, right. it was really, I, I, I kind of cringed at that that part when she said that, but. It is what it is, but the relationship is like friends, and there's a couple in there, and then, and then one of them they think they're cheating on the other person, and that that drama is in there. So, if you like drama, that's in there, and then you got Supernatural, that throws it in there. But it, I, I thought it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, definitely a fan of the low budget uh, people that try to make these miracles, and I think they did a good job for what they had. I agree with you. Yeah? Yeah, it was a cool movie. Next movie, Backcountry. Backcountry? Oh, I'm not a fan of hiking, like, at all. I don't like walking in the woods. I don't like walking. Me either, after watching this damn movie. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing for when we watched um, um, uh, Eden Lake. (laughs) I didn't like that. Right. 
I wouldn't do that shit either. Yeah. And then you got Friday the 13th. I mean, I just don't like camping at all. Camping or hiking, never hike alone. It's it's just, I don't know. I, would, I don't, I don't, I mean, people nothing like. Nothing big comes out of that. No, nothing. Especially with a you know, horror movie setting. Horror movie setting. Um, so tell us a little bit about Backcountry. Yeah, this movie's got uh, Missy Peregrine, who's I love her. the FBI show. Yep. Um, I liked her when she was in that, to the gymnast. Yeah, she did the gymnast Stick movie. Stick it. Uh, Stick it, right. Um, but her and, uh, I guess her, I don't know if it's her husband or boyfriend, they go boyfriend camping in the woods and, you know, they're hiking and stuff. And then they come upon this black bear that yeah. is just like relentless. <laughs> oh yeah. And there's a freaking brutal scene, um, that I'm not going to go into, but it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but his, but the, the boyfriend was was uh, taking her hiking to a lake where he was going to propose to her. Right. That that was uh, the reason for their hike. Um, and he didn't want to give it away. Black bear fucked everything. Up. Oh yeah, <laughs> he fucked up their day. Very much so. Um, early on, they pretty much run into this hike. This this guy who's actually I can't, I can't remember his name. He's been in a lot of things. The 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 um the guy. The I guess he's a He's a tour guide or a hiking guide or some guide of that park. And he's just the ranger. Yeah. I think that's what he was. Nicholas Campbell. Yeah. I think he was in a bunch of stuff, wasn't he? 173 movies. Yes. Yeah. So he's been in a bunch <laughs> of stuff. In a, yeah. So he, he, I think he was the, the biggest name in that movie. Um, but his face I, I just I just see his face I could see him in a lot of different things I just off the top of my head I, I can't think of the other ones but but the way the movie sets up is makes me never want to hike in the woods ever I mean if you're a fan of survival movies like open water frozen thirst um, that puts you in a harrowing situation and you gotta try to get out of it then you probably like it um, yeah. I'm a. I have a hard time with those movies. Like I feel like I can put myself in their position. Yeah. And well, that's when they when you know a movie's good when you put yourself yeah, in their shoes. And it's um, it's scary. Yeah. You know, being like that. Oh like yeah. Being in a situation that you know you're gonna die and you got to figure out how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know stuff that you think about like 127 hours that yeah. movie and then. Uh, uh, it's just like situations where it, it's just life or death. Yeah, pretty much. You, you know, just you're just trying to figure out. Uh, well, you go through a lot of different mental things when you're facing death. Sure. <laughs> Mentally, you go through you, if your body's going to go into survival mode, or do you just just go into that mode of like, oh shit, right? I'm done. <laughs> do you come to terms with? Yeah, acceptance. It's that acceptance stage and hoping that you go out quickly. <laughs> if you go out quickly, you know, that pain, you know, you don't feel it too much. But if, you, if it's a slow death, oh, man, just just, just cut yourself. In the, just cut your head off. Just, <laughs> whoosh, just try to go out as quick as possible when you know it's I, – I mean, I think that's what I would do. I would want to go out quicker, quicker than slower. Right. For sure. But I, I don't like pain. I deal with pain, but, you know – as as we get old, our our bodies start to just get pain getting out of bed. Right. Like I I think I hurt my neck just you know turning over. <laughs> yeah. It only gets worse. Oh man. Uh, I hope not too much worse. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next movie, Dragged Across Concrete. I love that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I I, th I think it gives me the brutal brutalness of uh, Mr. Gibson, uh, Mr. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, I think if this is uh, if you liked him in everything else, I mean, I like I like that he came back. Like he he's been out of acting for what? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and I think he's a cop since what? Lethal Weapon twenty six. <laughs> 1,000. Um, well, since he had all that uh, negative publicity, right. he tried to just escape it, so he did. And I think he thinks it's time to come back into the acting world. Uh, but which I, I, I mean, I think it is. I mean, he's 
gone through many changes. I think he's – I mean, he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. But as a person, I mean, I mean I, I'm not one to tell. But people got to separate their art from the person who is behind their art because there was a lot of our artists who are, who are not good people. Um, so people, the same thing with musicians, people, people can separate it for some people and not everybody. Like it's that, it's that line that people don't like to cross because, oh, oh, he's such a crappy, like R. Kelly. I mean, he did good music, but he was a shitty human being. Same thing with Bill Cosby. Everyone loved his show. Shitty human being. Um, like you could say that for a, a lot of people, um, you know, but when their art goes into their actual human being, that's that, that's when you can hold them accountable. I mean, you can still hold them accountable, but it's just it's just that separation thing that people need to do, and right. people people could still enjoy their art. Um, personally, I I think it definitely had a crazy cast. Um, yes, you know, you had Mel Gibson, Vince Vaughn. Yep. As his uh, partner, Don Johnson is in it. Yep. Um, big fan of Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. And she was phenomenal in this freaking movie. Um, you know, know her from Dexter. Yep. And uh, and um, the guy from <laughs> Udo Kier from Human Centipede. He played the doctor in well, Human Centipede. Well, <laughs> was in it. Well, uh, that movie still gets me sick. Uh, I know it's so disgusting, but um. Yeah, it had a great cast. Um, the movie's basically these two cops are pretty much like stealing drug dealers' money. Yeah. You know, well, they bust them and take well, their money. Well, they get suspended, and then, and then they get suspended. Yeah, and then now that they're they're coming, they're having money troubles. Right. And then they have to, uh, which was weird because a lot of a lot of police departments suspend you with pay. So I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> Literally, we'll like, go. Oh, so you're giving me a vacation. Yeah, pretty awesome. much. Thanks. Um, but uh, they, it, it's an older cop, younger younger cop. They get they get suspended for. I don't remember what, was it was it for the. I, I don't remember what they got suspended for. Something stupid. Yeah, I, they were they were they got the. Um, they broke into the one house and there was the girlfriend yeah. of the drug dealer, and I think they killed the drug dealer mm-hmm. and they were like, kind of. Um, torturing her to get information from her so their old classic ways yeah <laughs> what they used to do back they in the weren't day. doing legal tactics no to I, get the people and um, yeah so they ended up getting suspended so so they decided to go deeper into the underworld and to 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 make money and pay their bills and do all this other stuff and they did it in very heinous ways right. dragging people through out of buildings out of windows and oh yeah, he, he, Mel Gibson is very brutal in this movie. Yeah, he's he he crosses many lines, many lines. And Vince Vaughn, I, I mean, I think this gives another aspect of Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I think he had a couple lines. Couple. I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan. Yeah. yeah I, like him. I think he did a couple couple quips, but other than that, he was a, a character that I've I rarely see yeah, him like. Serious and- yeah, he, he like I was always expecting him to say some quip. Like he had a couple of quips, but like I said, honestly, I think he was just more like like action, more right. like brutal. Like yeah, uh, it was definitely a different role for him. Definitely. Actually, I don't know if you saw Brawlin's uh, what was it called? Um, Brawlin Cell Block. Shit. I know which one. I know which one you're talking about, but I didn't watch it. That movie was crazy. Oh my God! It was literally Vince Vaughn beating the crap out of people for like an hour and a half. <laughs> um, uh, Brawl Cell Block ninety nine. Cell Block ninety nine, right? Um, I did not watch that. Um, I would. I, I have. I definitely is on my list. Basically, he gets his girlfriend gets kidnapped, and he goes into jail to basically find the people, like the people that are responsible, yes. are in jail, and he gets put in jail. Just so we can beat the shit out of every one of them, and uh, it's it's a nonstop bloody like it's but but like, it's 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 that well and he's not a small guy either. Oh, that's uh, huge. Yeah, he's like what six five something. Like that. It, 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 it's it's ridiculous. So um, I I think I like seeing this rain from him. 
I, I like seeing a, a different character that because all the other movies I think he's played the same character honestly. Right. Um, he's more like a is he was always that like a Will Ferrell type character. Oh, yeah. yeah, and um, but like I said, uh, with this movie, uh, the Don Johnson, and then you got Michael Jai White who played Spawn. Um, he was in the movie. Um, I, I I only saw him in a couple scenes. I don't remember him having a bigger role. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, that's what the movie's about. It's about um, you know, two cops who suspended and they just needed to make money and got into uh, the underworld of crime, and so they decided to take that route, the not so taken route from police officers. Right. Uh, but that was it's a fun movie. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, next movie, <laughs> Apart. Now, this movie came out in 2011. Now, I know you didn't have any did success finding it. it. Yes. You, you did not have any success finding it. Um, th- this movie is about a couple who has uh, psychological disorders. I don't like that they said that because it gives away some stuff. Um, but they... they are grown up from from childhood. They were together. Every time that they're together, strange things happen. They're they're like a um, like a, a magnetic force where they everything around them like crumbles. Like when they were kids, like there was a bus accident. Like they were on the bus and some an accident happens, and then people when they're together, someone dies or someone. So it, as they as they get older and they separate, they try to get back together because they're they're in love. Don't get me wrong, but they every every time that they get together, something negative happens, something bad happens. Either someone either dies or an accident happens, or you know you know it just random um, random things happen, and they feel that they are um, it's very supernatural, but it's more psychological thriller type of situation rather than uh, um, physical. Right. Um, so it's like I said, I don't like that they put psychological disorders in there. Um, but I mean, I guess it could be because they they believe that this stuff is happening, the random stuff. But but that's what the the, mo- the movie's about. It's like I said, this one didn't have very good reviews. Um, it actually, I think, is a very low score on Rotten Tomatoes. But the concept is there. It's not very well executed, but the idea behind it, they could have done a whole lot more. But overall, I like the movie. I liked how they like did it with what they had. Um, it wasn't a high budget movie. Um, it actually looks pretty cool, um, scene wise. Um, how they formulate some of the scenes. Um, it's very. It, it's a little art to it, which you know you might have not liked, but there, there was some art scenes to it. And uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know because I there's only so much I can say about the movie because it's basically about strange occurrences happening and there's a little twist in there um, how they get to the psychological disorder. But I, like I said, I don't know why they put psychological disorder in there, but they did. Uh, but I I think it's a fun movie. It's a movie about lovers, star-crossed lovers who never really get to be together because of all the shit that happens. That's the good synopsis, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Next movie. Everybody wants some. <laughs> Everybody wants some. Now, people say that this is a indirect sequel to... Uh, yep. But in the 80s. Right. I liked it for many reasons. Baseball? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, baseball play because I lived in the, when I was in the um, I lived in the baseball sports house. So when I was in college, so it, it brought back a lot of memories. Nice. Good times. It was very fun. Um, this movie is about exactly that, um, and pretty much like Dazed and Confused. A lot of funny shit happens. Uh, people want you know to hang out with them. They're the the most popular kids on on campus. Um, it's set in the '80s. A lot of drinking. Um, in a house where no alcohol is allowed, um, a lot of women. I don't remember a lot of boobs, but no, there wasn't a whole lot of nudity. Yeah, if any. Yeah, yeah. I, I but it was a lot of college debauchery. Um, like I said, it wasn't very like raunchy, but it was very. 
it, it gave the the mentality of you know fun young and just just doing that pretty much so it was like a like an animal house crossed with daisy confused crossed with uh i don't know i don't know it it, it kind of little animal house in there yeah yeah so i that's basically what it was about you know <laughs> i don't know what else to say what it was about it was it was college kids, college baseball team, who mixed, you know, getting together and you know making friends. It was a, it's about a freshman uh, baseball player who moves into the baseball house, and they go through a lot of lazing. Like, yeah, like they do um, Van like Van Wilder type stuff. Right. Van Wilder and Animal House and um, Revenge of the Nerds type stuff, and Days of Confused type stuff with drugs and alcohol and women. I, I, I think if you liked any of those movies, I think you'll like this movie. It has a really high score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's like 87% or something like that. Um, critics liked it for some reason. I don't, I, I don't know how they score these <laughs> compared to other movies that we've recommended, but it's it's definitely a fun movie. I guess they they rated on the how many people will, will watch it. I think that's another thing. You know, yeah, I mean, a lot of people won't watch the horror movies that we recommend, but I think that was I think that's why they rated so low. Right. But and this movie's got Zoe Dutch, who I'm a big fan of Zoe Dutch, uh-huh. and uh, Wyatt Russell, who is Kurt Russell's son, who's been in. He's basically. The new Captain, well, I'm not gonna say new Captain America, but he's a- agent, U.S. agent, U.S. agent, yeah, Marvel. Yep. Um, he was in a really cool movie. Um, he's a really good actor. Yeah. He, he 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 did everything he could to separate himself from his father. Right. The first thing I saw in him in was Overlord, and oh, okay, it was about um the the um the storming. It was it. It was basically D-Day, and there's a platoon that's about to invade Normandy, to and they're trying to find this um, this military base owned by the Nazis, and they find the military base, and uh, and it was funny because I'm watching this movie and I'm like, he looks so familiar, <laughs> and then I was like holy shit, he's got to be related to Kurt Russell. Like, he looks just like him. Like, his mannerisms, everything is Kurt Russell. And turned out it was his son. And um, he's really good. Like, yeah. he's, he's uh, getting to be in more stuff and making a name for himself. Yeah. Like I said, he, um, the, he actually was asked to do the, um, the reboot for um, Escape from L.A. or yeah. Escape from New York. He was asked, he was like, no, that, that's my father's legacy. Like, right. he's not going to do anything to... You know, get into into that. I don't like it's. He's really good, really good actor. Um, like I said, he definitely wanted to set and, uh, make a name for himself. Um, I think I liked I like to compare him to like the the Tom Hanks and Colin Hanks. Right. I I, I like because Colin Hanks did the same thing, but yeah, he kind of did his own thing. Yeah, he, he did his own that. movies. He didn't he didn't try to be his father. He didn't do the movies that his father did. But he's a really good actor too. Um, in his own right, um, he, I think he's uh, actually Colin Hanks. I think he's on the same line as his father, because I can't see him doing any like bad roles, right. like I mean bad guy roles. Like did did uh, Tom Hanks ever do a bad guy? Tom Hanks. Yeah, I I, I can't think he's ever. If I don't he, think so. Colin Hanks has. <laughs> which I'm trying to think. Yeah, he was the, and he was the killer in Dexter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he you know, was also he was also, wait a minute, I gotta look this up. He was in a movie, um, a horror movie called Colin Hanks. He played this uh, like stalker creeper guy. Um, and you can't get any further than Tom Hanks than with a right. <laughs> oh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Untraceable? No. Um, Damn, he's in a lot of movies. Yeah, I didn't realize how many movies he was in. Yeah, he he's he's really good. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm looking at all those movies. I I have no idea. Untraceable. That's what I said. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it was untraceable. He's uh, is he the stalker guy in that movie? Yeah, he's he's a serial killer, and he he like he's like into technology and stuff, and he can like he ba- he basically will meet a girl and go in their house and like set up all these cameras in their house that they don't know you know hidden cameras yeah and then he just like stalks them like it's just really weird but it was that, a, it was actually a really cool movie that reminds me of the movie you did um, yeah it had a uh, diane lane was in it yep um but yeah that was a really good movie um that one's only rated 6.2 out of 10 huh i mean they don't have a big cast it's just him and diane lane I don't see anybody else in that movie. Oh, well, no, just, yeah, this, Jesse this Tyler people. Ferguson. I mean, people but that yeah, I, would I mean, it was a kind of a lower budget, yeah, movie, but it was really good. I really, really like. Liked. I love good concept movies. You know, movies that you know you would never think of of because I think he she was an FBI agent or something like that, and I don't know. But I love Colin Hanks. Same thing with uh, the Russell. Uh, was it Riot, Wyatt Russell? Wyatt Russell? Yeah, yeah, it's Kurt Russell. So. Yeah. Um, I like what he's doing with his career. I think he's, like I said, doing everything he can to set, set himself apart from Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think in this movie is no different. I think this is just the, the fun side of him where he was able to just let loose and be one of the guys, honestly. All the other movies, he's more intense. Right. So... I, I I was a I was a like I said if you like any of those fun movies like Animal House and Daisy Confused and uh, uh, Van Wilder and any of those movies you will like this movie yeah it, sure. it's fun it's you know you're gonna laugh it's gonna you're gonna joke you're gonna it, it's just good old fashioned fun um, in the movie and there's baseball so you know yeah. why not <laughs> but yeah oh. it was a funny movie it was good now have you ever um do you have another movie that's coming out soon. Do I have another movie? Yeah, isn't there movies that are releasing soon? This month? oh yeah, there's a. I was just gonna ask, is there something you're looking forward to? Um, I actually just watched Werewolves Within. Okay. And it's got the AT and T girl in it. Oh, she is so hot. She's so pseudo hot. Like you don't know, re- like in those commercials, you don't really realize good, yeah. how hot she is. She's hot. Yeah, for sure. Like and, uh, this was actually a interesting movie. Like it. It reminded me of Clue, the movie Clue. It's basically all these people in this little town. They get a new, um, they get a new ranger, or a, I don't know if he's a sheriff or a ranger. I think he was a sheriff, and he he's like the he's new in town. And I mean, this is like a little baby town. And all the town people go to this bed and breakfast, and they meet there, and they're talking, and one of them's a werewolf, and they're trying <laughs> to like figure out who it is. And, um, it was, it was pretty funny. I mean, it was, it was a, definitely a tongue in cheek horror movie and it really wasn't a lot of horror in it. Like there really wasn't a lot of gore or anything like that. Um, but like I said, it reminded me of clue, the movie clue, because huh. they were all like thinking Who'd one guy's this and one guy's yeah. that and, and, uh, you know, had a little twisty ending, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. What was the name of werewolves within werewolves within yep and uh hmm. i'm interested i want to see the new megan fox movie till death hmm. that looks really good she's like chained to a or handcuffed to a dead her dead husband for uh for like most of the movie um so again that's a peril type movie the uh, new uh black escape widow room. black <laughs> widow comes out yeah. friday Interested to see that since I've seen the trailer for what a year and a half now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um Escape Room's coming out. Yeah, the new Escape Room. I'm curious to see that. Yeah. Tournament of Champions. And then uh, M Night Shyamalan's Old. That looks really cool. Old? Yeah, you haven't seen the trailer for that? No, I have. I don't watch TV real. I, I watch Pluto, but they they only they, yeah, they go. Uh, these, this family goes to an island, and from what I gather, on this island, one minute equals a year. So wow. their kids like get old. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's a weird concept, 
Um, and it's like a beach that they all these this, all these families go to, and there's maybe like four families there, I guess, you know, at the beach. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's all this weird stuff starts happening, and they realize that they're getting older on the beach. And uh, I thought that would look cool. Huh. I uh, saw the new Halloween trailer that dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, looks really good. Snake Eyes is coming out. Actually. I didn't see the second G.I. Joe. I watched the first G.I. Joe. Terrible. Terrible. I second didn't see terrible. the second one, but this one looks so freaking good. Yeah. Like, it looks so... Every time I see the trailer, I'm like, oh my god, we gotta see this. Yes. Like, it looks so it, good. Um, yep. The second so, one was terrible. The second was... excited about it. With The Rock? Or Dwayne Johnson? I, don't, I, I mean, do people still call him The Rock? Uh, yeah. Um, but that one was terrible. Terrible story. Yeah, like I'm not a fan. But th- this one I have hope for because they're trying to bring, you know, GI Joe back, and that's right. part of my youth. And I'm not a big GI Joe guy. Oh, I, I never have, really got into it. I but have so many GI Joes. This Transformers is really good. Like, yeah. I'm, it's. I mean, if you're into like karate and you know, like uh, ninja martial stuff. arts, yeah, ninja stuff. Like, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I saw the new Candyman trailer. Uh, the second trailer came out, and that looks freaking awesome. Like, I'm so excited for that one. Um, I think it looks great. And, again, Fear Street, second one coming on. I guess when this airs, it'll be tonight. Hmm. Um, Did you see the the trailers and uh, information for The Tomorrow War with yeah, Chris Pratt? Um, I haven't seen it. I heard a few people say it was not good, and then my son said it was pretty good. So, I don't know. I'll probably watch it at some point but um i don't know how that would work like I, i'm definitely gonna watch it but thinking of concept like people going into the future like wouldn't that have like repercussions yeah it always does so like i don't i mean i don't know how that like i'm very curious to see how they explain it right with when people death like it would have to have to affect a lot of things that but sure. that whole the butterfly effect. Right. So, I mean, I'm curious to see that. I see the Suicide Squad. Actually, dude, the first, everybody knows the first Suicide Squad was a train wreck. Like, yeah. It sucked so bad. Yes. On so many levels. But this one actually looks pretty good. Like, I saw the trailer and I was like, damn, this actually looks all right. Um, maybe DC got his shit together. I don't know. Well, this is the one that, um, what's his face? To did um uh director uh, Zack Snyder yeah yeah, yeah. um no um uh, Gunn oh James Gunn James right. Gunn did um I'm pretty sure that's what it was hold on let me see but the first one was so bad yeah like horrible villain like just a freaking mess and I just saw the trailer for this one uh, last week and. I was like, damn, that actually looks actually. Pretty good. I, I need to see if it was Gunn or or Snyder. I for some reason, I don't remember which one's which. Suicide Squad. Two is James Gunn. This one is James. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is when he did that whole. He had that whole Twitter thing with uh, Marvel. They got rid of him for like a year, and then he did this movie. Right. And now he's back with Marvel. So. Um, that's yeah, like why I'm excited that. to see it because this was right after um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So I'm curious of how that he does that and interpret it because I think him and and uh, Snyder could do a great universe. Oh yeah, for sure. I think if they took over DC together, I think they as long would... as Zack Snyder stays away from the camera, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he just cut, needs to cut down that slow motion. He did yeah. so much slow motion. Just leave him away from the camera. But I, I think his ideas are really good. I think mm-hmm. um, Gunn knows how to put, you know, his, his mind, and I think he interprets sure. it really well on um, how he would want to see it. And I think that helps us see his vision. I really have, I have really good high hopes for this new Suicide Squad. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, but you know how trailers are. Sometimes they show you all the good stuff, and yeah, it sucks. So. 
We'll I, see. I'm not a huge fan of Pete Davidson. Like so. it's gonna take <laughs> it's it's gonna take a lot for me to be confident in a DC movie. Yeah. Um, just after the shit they've been putting out. See, I'm a, I'm still a fan of the Supermans. I I, I think that I, just, I think I that's like a Superman to me. Steel. I don't I don't like um, what's his face playing the playing Superman. Henry Cavill. Yeah, not a fan. Why? Um, I just don't like him. I don't know. There's oh, something who, about him. I just who don't who like. would be better in that role? Actually, you know who I thought was great? Brandon Roth. Oh yeah, he was really good. I thought that movie was so underrated. Yeah. Superman Returns. The, the story. I mean, the story was. It was a good movie, man, and it gets so much hate. Um, I mean, I I, I own the movie. I, I, I like the movie. I just didn't like. I don't, I don't like I Kate just, Bosworth that much. I don't in that like movie. Cable. Um, I just don't like him. I don't know. I can't put my finger on why I don't. I just don't. Well, he, he's a more dark, gritty. Yeah, and that's the like, thing. Is like to me, Superman is like truth, justice, and the American way, and happy, and like yeah, you know, fighting evil and. You know, shakes kids' hands, and you know, like that's the type of Superman that I want to see. Yeah, but when and you think he about was the more comics, like he was kind of a dick in the first, in Man of Steel, he was kind of a jerk. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this guy such a jerk? Like, I don't know, I didn't like him. Um, I don't know. And then you know, the I didn't see the the Snyder cut yet. Oh, so good. Um, but, but then, then again, it's a, it's that darker, broody type. Yeah. But but Batman. Kind of takes the Wonder Woman eighty four was awful. Oh, what were they doing? I don't know. Like, I don't know what they were doing. I, I I said that at least ten times. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, ten yeah. times in that movie. Yeah, it, it, it's not. Yeah, it was not so a good crappy. movie. And, it's not uh, a good movie at all. I don't know. Um, I oh, wasn't really a big fan of the first one. I mean, it, it got a lot of love, and um, I mean, it was okay. I just I didn't think it was this masterpiece that everybody made it out to be. I think it reminded me a lot of uh, the first Avenger. I, I, I really think it, it reminded me of that a lot. Um, pretty much the, the, well, after she got off uh, the, the island, after she got off the island, it reminded me a lot of, of Captain America, the new Avenger. I think as soon as they got to England, I think it was basically new Avenger all the yeah. way. Like, honestly, I think it's because when because her, Fighting Ares kind of reminded me of when he was fighting um, Red Skull. Right. So I, I think there's a lot of similarities in that. I think the, how they developed the story was very similar in that. And I think I actually liked Wonder Woman more than the first Avenger. I cause I think the first Avenger movie I didn't really I didn't really connect with. I don't know why. I'm a huge Red Skull fan, so yeah. See, I I, I didn't like I didn't like the the, the first Avenger. Yeah, um, but the I second one, made, I don't think they made Red Skull nasty enough in that one. No, he no. was he was too uh, like comic book, like cartoony. Yeah, and they didn't make him nasty enough. He was more campy. Yeah, because he's nasty. And yeah, he's yeah. He's a freaking Nazi. Yeah, just a nasty person. And um, I don't think they made him nasty enough. But I don't know. I like the Red Skull. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Wonder Woman movie. And you know, I, th I think it comes down to Gal Gadot is just not a good actress. Mm. She's not a good actress. She looks the part, like she looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah, but she's just she's not good. She's not a good actor. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the like the, when she was in Fast and the Furious. Oh, she, that that, that a, character had zero terrible actor. Well, she had like what five lines total in the movie. Yeah, she's just. All the movies, yeah. I think she was in two of them. What? I don't and it's like, how come she's not in anything else? Yeah. Like, you don't see her in anything else. Why? Because she's not good. That's why. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I got to tell you, um, did we talk about, I think we did, the Hitman's Bodyguard Wife. Yeah. I think we talked about that one yeah. last week. Love Ryan Reynolds. Uh, love that movie. It was so good. <laughs> um, I don't know. What else? Uh, I don't know what else is coming out. I, I watched another movie. I can't remember what it was. I, um, it was new. It was on, I watched it on the on my Fire Stick, unfortunately, because I don't go out. I don't leave my house. Um, I really can't remember the name of it. But must have been good. Yeah, must have been amazing because I don't remember it. Um, but on that note, 
I think we're going to call it quits on that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Killer Collab Podcast on movies you've probably never heard of or seen. And we also throw in some uh, current events, current movies, and uh, current stylings of the cinematic universe of today. Chris Leto, thank you very much for joining me this morning. How about the Champa Bay Lightning? Champa Bay! And, you know, I actually love living here for many reasons. And That's I think awesome. they're, they're making up for the thir- the 40 years of misery <laughs> that the Tampa Bay area lived through with sports. Like, the yeah. Bucks were always horrible. The Lightning were pretty bad in, in well, a lot of seasons. Well, they didn't start till 93. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Rays, they were always terrible until Joe Madden got here. They yeah. were pretty consistent the last, like, seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, well, Tampa Bay, uh, the the Rays came what ninety six um, yeah. when they were expansion team, and um, so I mean they're just formulating their right. sports identity. I'm surprised they don't have an NBA team yet. I don't, I'm surprised yeah, Orlando Magic well, haven't moved here. Put an NBA team here, we've won championships too. Well, I don't know. Orlando's pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but it, you know, th- this it's area. A fun time. It's a definitely a fun. Time. Well, this area has so many so we've things. Never experienced Exactly. I mean, we won. It's it's kind of like it's cool to be a Tampa Bay sports fan like every uh, 20 years because we were always terrible. We won the Super Bowl in 2002. Um, and no, two. was it two or yeah, one? Yeah, 2000. It was a 2002 season. And then the Lightning won the Stanley Cup like the year after. So we had that run, you know, a while back. And then terrible Buccaneers – you know, since then, yeah. until we won the Super Bowl last year, um, everybody forgets the year before we were freaking terrible. Like we were not good. What did we win? Six games, seven games. Yeah. Um, and then you know Brady comes and we won a Super Bowl. But and now the Lightning win again. So it's like every twenty years, it's cool to be a Tampa Bay sports fan. I just hope we don't have another twenty years of misery. Yeah. After this little run we're on. Yeah. Um, but I'm soaking it in. I'm enjoying it. As and, you should. Uh, As you should. It's been awesome. So, you deserve it. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I think this area just adds that. Just having sports now, able to have that that extra notch on your belt because it, this is a really great place to live. And I think having sports just just puts the fucking cherry on top. Right. Yeah. I, I I think there's everything else that, that you can do here. And it's funny. I saw a tweet Montreal. The Canadians' tweet uh, Twitter page put, um, even if even if Tampa Bay wins, we still have twenty four more Stanley Cup. Are they actually they have twenty four? So we still have twenty one more Stanley Cups than they do. And Tampa Bay wrote back, um, "You guys, this last win was when we fir- was in '93 when we first became a team." Yeah, and. <laughs> Uh, all most of your Stanley Cups are old enough to get Social Security. So, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go, Montreal. Take like, that. Like you're comparing a team that like formed in the late 1800s <laughs> to a team formed in 1993. I just thought it was funny.